Imagine this, a rainy Friday, and us inside doing exactly what we do. The same thing as always, another rainy goddamn day. Um, T-G-I-F. This will be a totally different energy than the last episode, because the last episode we're in the park in a windstorm. And it was fun, we were having a great time. But that wind, what it brought in, was a smoke storm. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's, now I guess I'm, that's first. And yeah. now I'm sick again. So this is, if you're keeping track of my sickness, if you have a sickness calendar for me out there, I'm sick again because of the smoke. Yeah, I, I'm going to come up with this catchphrase, blame Canada, because uh, the Canadian wildfires have mustarded the city of yeah. New York for a couple of days. It's kind of gone now. I it, do it feel is. like we should be able to sue them or like they are responsible. It, they, it's their fault and we have to charge them money. I mean, I don't want their loons. I'd rather them just put the fire out. They can't give me my time back. Also, it, it seems like a, I was saying this. We were both saying this, but like, if the we haven't thought about if fire gets us, we've thought about warming. But if fire gets us, like if if the whole a certain, earth just caught a certain tipping point percentage of the globe is alit, then uh, it could it we could. can't. It, it's like we'll get news bulletins like. It just reached the point that we can't put it out. It could it's do, just going to come get us. It could do what fires do, and it could snowball. Mm-hmm. And that's a little joke there. You guys get it. Because the implication <laughs> of <laughs> snow versus fire. But anyways, um, yeah, so the smoke storm. I guess the smoke storm's gone now, so we'll be the last to have spoken well, of it, it. But It was so bad yesterday that it's gone now. It was China level. It's got, full of Beijing. China. It's gone now, but yeah, it looks just like Beijing. in New York. Yeah, any listeners that weren't in New York, it was like it is in certain parts of China, like Beijing, where if you stayed outside all day, that was equivalent to smoking a full pack of cigarettes. And that's yeah. why I'm sick because I'm like, if I smoked a full pack of cigarettes, that would this is what occurs. And we were like wrapped up, masked up, like you, you had to. Like uh, it was chaos. Uh, if COVID, if you could smell and see and taste and like feel in the air like to the touch the only thing you couldn't see about this was uh, or the only thing you couldn't sense about this was you couldn't hear it but if COVID was experienced like this everybody would have first of all like gone underground and like yeah. wrapped up in anything they could it was masks or nothing it was pretty wicked looking out there I'm not pro mask I'm just saying it was smoky oh I'm pro mask in a smoke storm right that's what it means that's how you die. I mean, it's in my lungs now. I got a lot of particles up in there. And um, I so heard, I heard that a lot some of, of my life will be gone now. I heard that a lot of um, uh, 9-11 uh, witnesses and survivors were very traumatized by it, by the experience. Of the smoke? Yeah. Well, they died from the experience of the smoke. No, I'm seeing a lot of people that... I'm seeing that a lot of people have, like... Like, like some kind of stat. I forget. I should have cited this better. But like some sort of stat was about, um, like a lot of people that lived in the area and experienced smoke in that kind of traumatic way. This was very like triggering. You're I saying guess. that they, that they, that this week's events were triggering based on their experience of living through the smoke-filled mountains. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it shouldn't be that much of a mystery that that mammals who breathe with lungs don't want to be enveloped in smoke. Right, it is. It hurts. I mean, I and it kills you. I this, like no one, no creature likes that. I'm a bleeding liberal, I guess. But I was thinking about all the fucking animals. All the animals are like 
choked out. I wish out. they would like, die. I mean, the rats, if that killed out all the rats, it's worth it. Bring the smoke back. Bring that smoke back. I meant more like cats and dogs. Well, there is going to be other casualties in the war against rat, but we if there's if we're gonna get, if we're gonna drown them out with smoke, Canada keep lighting those stogies. I've made peace with the rats. I've made peace with the birds. You're, until one shits in your mouth, then you will change. You will change. I imagine I would change my tune at that point. <laughs> it would be a shit filled tune. You at that point. you would believe you have parasites. You would you'd have to go to doctors and, to get the peace of mind you need. So you would be. You'd see pigeons and you would hate them. <laughs> well, speaking of him. the opposite of a, a shit-filled tune, uh, we did have the the uh, gift of an opportunity to hear friend of the show Matt Smith's new album and give it a little. Oh yeah, friendly. Are feedback. we allowed to talk about that? I don't remember. Well, what I, did he say? I think we're allowed. To, oh, I, we didn't. Look it up. We didn't clear this, but I do think we can say that he shared some songs that are coming out in July, and we. Uh, okay, have, yeah, I don't know if there's a name. I don't know. You're right. Let me, let me check. But talking check. with hands, uh, dear friends, project will be out, I believe, in July, and uh, sorry, Ash is looking it up, so I'm buying time to make sure that we just can, keep talking about Matt. Talk about how much you like him. Well, he's a great guy. Um, What's your favorite memory with him? Uh. Well, the first time I met Matt Smith, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy time this way. I will say that uh, nothing. Actually, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't say nothing it. but glowing, joyous uh, listening and reviews from us. So we'll plug it appropriately when that time comes, I suppose. Yeah. So, so some kind of new release, many songs. I think a full album, right? It's a full. But it's, yeah, like it was nine eight, or ten songs. But we were talking about it's great. One, two, it's three, great. Eleven album. songs. But yeah, it's it's a it's a real thing. Um, when when a friend is is in the zone and is like Jordan like it's like oh it's great it's, it's great that they're like they're doing what they are setting out to do and you can tell and it's, it's really not nice. and they're not sacrificing their family or something as a result like firing on all right. cylinders I couldn't believe they're, they're doing all things instead of because yeah. you could just abandon your family and go make a musical album and if that happens we're not going to be that impressed because we're going to go you left your kid for this think about this, this. Be a good the album. world is full of guys that left their family to make an album and we've never heard of it <laughs> so like kudos, there's more Matt. of those yeah kudos Matt you did the way harder work which is keeping your family and job and making an album and for that you need you do need a full applause plug that here. big make it long too Fill some more time with applause. Well, that brings me up to uh, the real topic on the forefront of my mind, which is, are you going to edit, are you going to pinch hit and edit this episode? Because uh, I interesting. am going to the beach, which also makes me want to backpedal. Yeah, I was going to say, we might have to that, stay. <laughs> <that> <laughs> I'm supposed to be in Nashville. You're supposed to be in right Nashville. Now. Right now, except for. I'm supposed to be coming home from Nashville like tomorrow, but... Instead, but I'm not there. Instead, because you were here for the smoke storm. I, I was here to suck up the smoke. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Nashville, and then like the day before, um, like I'm, I ch- I'm trying to check in online or whatever, and I like I choose my seat, which is part of the process, yeah. right? So it lets me choose my seat that I want on my flight, and then um, I go to the next part, and it's like check in. It's like you can't. Until it's 24 hours before directly. You can choose your seat at any time. Didn't in fact, know in that. fact, you can pay less the earlier you choose it, most often. Yeah. I just thought that I was doing the process of early check in, and then I was like, I'm two hours early before 24 hours technically, so I go, oh, I'll check in later. I go back, 
it's can't find the flight, doesn't know what I'm talking about. I get in a fight with True Blue online. Oh, agents. this is JetBlue. I want to make sure JetBlue because I hate them yeah. too. What is JetBlue? Is True Blue a thing? Uh, that may be like a membership level or something. Hmm. Well, yeah, I got in a fight with JetBlue because I'm like, this is this is my flight is there, and then eventually they do find my flight, but it's for one month from when I thought it was. It was. I apparently J U N J U L. I saw J U L and thought it said J U. But I went through skip lag and it lets you kind of pan through the dates. But I, I mean, I would have bet anything on that I was going that I believed I was going that day. So like, it's it's really hard to accept that I was wrong, but I was wrong. I booked a ticket for a completely different month. It's hard to, I mean, and strangely, the day after Fourth of July. Yeah, which is it's very odd. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a weird time to be up in the air. Missing because the on Fourth of July would be tight to fly to see all the fireworks. It's the most beautiful sight of America. Well, last year, last year we were going to be flying on the Fourth of July home from Kevin's wedding. There's so many flights I don't get to go to, or that I miss for one reason or another. Well, this is this is one you didn't miss. This is one that you I uh, missed booked. You did like a dry run. Yeah, I got ready. You just, got ready to. What's go. also fucked up is like I got like I got like. So I finally was ready to accept that I'm going to be in Nashville because it gives me anxiety for many a, a, many a reason. I booked like a, I rented a car. I did all the things. I was like, okay, you can do this. Just go be a fucking grown up. Go there. I I did everything, and then I was finally accepting it. And then it's like that doesn't count now. That that stressful prep of one week, of of all that stuff doesn't count. I'm gonna have to do it again next month. Well, you still get to follow through, so that's good. But also, you didn't like miss a flight or something. But you did rise to the occasion. Now here's the bad news. You're going when it's it's one month, not a big deal, but one month in Nashville summertime terms is a big deal. It, July yes. is gonna be also I've been it's criticized for how I say way. the name of that month. How do you say the month after June? Uh we you might fourth of July. Yeah, do I say that? Uh yes. Do I say July? You say July. July? I try to say July, but it's pronounced Julie. Now let's move on. Sorry. The 4th of Julie. Now, the, because we have talked about this on the cast, we do need to let Link, when he grows up, hear all these episodes. He does hear these. Really? Yeah. Olivia shouldn't be letting him listen she to this. She shouldn't. That's why but, I'm surprised. Yes. He, this, is not a, does, this is not a family. I mean, I don't know about who listens to everyone, but like he definitely has heard it, and that's I think that's the only thing he remembers or knows of me is like I'm a voice <laughs> that his sister listens to. Um and that's how that's what a family is. Is is just you don't ever meet. You just well, hear a voice changes, of that a sibling. That changes how I want to bleep things. I mean, it's sure. it, no, it's her choice. She wants to expose Lincoln to great comedy, then that's fine. That's fine, and we can't stop that. Um, I think we'd be a we have we have good uncle energy. I think we'd be a a positive. Also, Lincoln's saying crazier shit than we're saying for probably. sure. Like he's 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 nine years old. He's he's lived his entire life already. Oh, if he has an iPad, it's over. He, yeah, he's lived he's lived a life beyond me. It's over. Um, he has his own OnlyFans. What's, what else? What's been happening? Oh, the other day we heard someone doing Modest Mouse karaoke. Right. That was very fucked up because not because it's, because Modest Mouse is bad, but because he was replicating the guy's voice very specifically. You have to you have to do the voice. He has a very strange you can't voice. Sing that song like yourself. But then you're doing a very you're doing an impression, not singing. You're doing a, a, a an impression. That's what, I think that's what you're, what you're supposed to do in karaoke. Well, that's why the debate is Unless on. That's want, why the debate is on because like you're supposed to sing the song, but are you supposed to try to sound just like that person? Like sing sing more nasally to to, sa- fun, to funny people like us. Yes. To to do it just like them is better than to listen to my singing voice, everyone. 
I just, I mean, I've never heard someone choose something with such character and copy the character part. Like, it's such a weird... I did. It is weird. Well, when we were talking about this at um, at the joint where this was happening, uh, we both discovered we could do Isaac Brock as Modest Mouse very easily. Well, yeah, because he's just... Well, we'll have to plug somebody. He just thinks he's like a drunk a, Muppet. Place maybe when I can stand I move on to another day To a whole new town It's like a man, but yeah, yeah, it's just like a Muppet. But yeah, He's just a wasted Muppet <laughs> who's kind of emo, kind of descriptive and about throw, things. And you throw in a lift. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Sorry, he's, got every, he's got every speech impediment you can have, and I don't know if they're real, but within his singing voice, he does have I don't one. know if he has them all, but Much he has like, the ones you want to... Do you ever notice that, that you do register? Do you ever notice the third eye blind singer in the music would have a lisp and he and he, and he would pronounce R's like ow in the songs, but not talking. I've, I've so watched you, many so interviews with him. I do know what you're talking about. The sound of him doing that There's in the song. There's a demon in my brain. Brain. Oh, no. He, yeah, he yeah, would well, sing well, in this well, way like he's a speech balls, impediment, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't have that speech impediment. There's a demon in my brain. Uh, it's very weird. I wonder if we're gonna get canceled for this segment. Yeah, because everyone's gonna, everyone's sticking up for what's that guy? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm hold. On, I'm trying to pull his name. What's that? Fuck something. Stephen Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins. Yes. Uh, well, I do know what no, you're talking about. How it occurs um, in it's song. A, that means it's fake. I've never noticed him not having. He, well, he sounds like a. He also he does talk like he has a large tongue for his mouth, and that's kind of where that comes from. I think. I don't know. I think it's just a vocal choice he made. But if it's something he's faking, then well, quite frankly, shame on him. I'm packed and I'm holding. I'm smiling. She living. She golden. She lives to me. Says she lives to me. Ovation. Her own motivation. She comes round and she comes round to me. And I make you smile. It's like a drug for you. Do ever what you want to. I'm coming over you. Keep on smiling. What we go through. One stop to the rhythm that divides you. I guess if we're in this era of music, we should talk about this uh, that happened to me. I was at a bar the other night and someone came up behind me not to me but they just were happened to be behind me in line or whatever and start singing real loud um and it was the song i knew i loved you before i met you and he just started saying like i i love this song and he was like so passionate about this song really me too i love love do you love love (laughs) (laughs) he was like it seemed it was like if you love it so much, then how are you this shocked to hear it? Like you haven't heard it in twenty eight years. Like if you love it so much, why don't you listen to it on Spotify, dude? He was acting like, oh my, this is that song, the song that I love so much. But what if he was on? What if you were like running into the guy who was like, this is the song that I've loved my whole life, and I sing in the shower every day, and I did today, and I love when it comes on in public, like because. It's a social experience, I guess. But also, I, I wish I wish you would... I, I hope that you do this to someone someday. Just on your own. In this same situation. Just sing in someone's ear. He was, if you love this song so much, if you, <laughs> why don't you marry it? I want to bring that back. Yeah. I mean, As a married man, I feel like I can make that joke. There's there's only been... Well, there's, it happens a lot, I guess. But it's usually when I'm with a friend when something occurs that's so funny that if we make eye contact, we're go, it's going to be a problem because we're going to die laughing. Right. And there was no person here to do this. Well, actually, Geronda was there. It was, a, it was a Botanica. But like, I don't think she 
she was on the other side of the bar. She couldn't see that there's a guy behind me just singing this that's, that's even, into my ear. That's even funnier that it wasn't like the, the setup for this was not. It was a random bar. It was like, you know, the person who was in charge of the playlist. Yes, but that's, you know, like it's, it's no, it wasn't about it's that. It was only about, it was only about that this man. Until then, I was imagining a totally different situation. believe that someone else chose the song that he loves the most. Then maybe, well, then maybe he doesn't love it the most, but. Maybe he hadn't thought of it for a while, and it is one of his favorites. I mean, it triggered something in him to sing. He couldn't stop himself. Yeah. Um, I watched the Casey Anthony doc. Have you watched any of that shit? I watched... I, I, I did not get through the first episode. Pretty funny. Uh, you didn't get through it because what? Because you hated her? No, it seemed like it was... It seemed like it was being too nice to her. And I, oh, it's... She's trying to win you back. She's definitely trying to win you back. Right, and I totally think that she's guilty. I... Yes, well... So, that's the, why I failed to click with this I kept watching, because it was... It was rivetingly uh, strange, and, like, just, like... It was the definition of film yourself crying. But, the story is odd, and here's some quotes that I liked. Um, one was... Yeah, I lied. But no one asked why I lied. She stops there. She doesn't say. She doesn't say about. You're killing, not on about trial. My you're baby. not on trial for why you lied about <laughs> killing your kid. You're on. You're on trial for perjury. You're on trial for killing your kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not to get too dark, but like, but part of the story is that she. Alleges, it's on like Disney Plus. It, what, what's it on? It's on something like pretty mainstream. It's not. Yeah, it's HBO. One of them, but like. Um, not to get too dark, but she alleges her father used to suits and her brother used to sexually assault her, and that the dad is the one that took the baby or did doesn't know. So, there, so she was trying to spin the story of that she believed. She says, "I genuinely thought my daughter was alive, and I just hadn't seen her for thirty-one days because she was with my father." And you're like, that just you can't. You can't say that you believe she was alive. Like, that seems silly. You could say that I was afraid of my psycho-rapist father, but you can't say that you thought that the kid was alive. That's crazy. I loved my grandparents very much, and I went one summer to stay with them in Florida for two weeks. And after day four, I was like, probably like nine or ten. Like, day four, I was like crying, screaming, wanting to go home. Mm. Like, because I miss my parents. Like, yeah, yeah. 31 days should be more that a parent would want to have separation from their child on like a casual I guess they're over there kind of way yeah especially after she already saw the baby's body and then her dad said it'll be okay I'll take care of this and then she just doesn't ask her dad any any questions for 30 days it's it's all crazy it's probably all uh, I mean there's probably some truth in in what she's saying I believe I'm sure that the whole family were fucking freaks they did seem like it Um, but I did think well just because the family are freaks doesn't mean that there's some truth in what she's saying I mean, the doc is throwing it out there, so I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, they're going to be liable for it if wonder, it's not true. Yeah, I wonder who's paying for the doc. This is also probably old news to many people. I just didn't know this person's case really, but um, I just remember my my strongest memory of Casey Anthony was the that Nancy Grace quote when the verdict came. She out, killed that bye bye. No, that somewhere in hell. Oh yeah, the devil is dancing, dancing tonight. tonight. They show it in the doc. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they yeah. Do. I mean, of course. It is. Yes, it is. It is all very disturbing. Whether she did this or whether her dad did this or whatever it is, it's all very disturbing. But I think that she personally, or she specifically, had the same something similar to Amanda Knox, which is like something about you is obnoxious. There's something about you that I don't want you to be right because you're just something about you is a little like a Mandy Moore. 
there's just something about you. There's like a weird, uh, I don't know what it is, arrogance or so, there's something about you. You're acting older than your age or something. There's something weird going on. And you kind of don't root for the person just because there's, there's something buggy about that person. When you see, well, we did just see a little. When Amanda Knox said, like, I was on the patio making love to him. We were in love for the first time. Like, there's something about the way you talk that you think you're, like, um, eloquent or, like, royal or, or, or regal or something weird where it's like you're putting you on do, an air. You can't. Like, we, we just saw we just saw a little footage of a recent Martin Shkreli thing. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when someone is, whether or not it's justified or not, you can tell when someone thinks they are holding court. Yeah, yeah. And that's... And someone is speaking unto you mm-hmm. like from anointing you with from some knowledge yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a weird status element there and, or something that there's just something and that, you can sniff that out pretty quick, yeah I think. and but you know that also of course being unlikable doesn't make you guilty of crimes it was just, it's just unfortunate if you happen to be in that scenario where you're being judged for them and your personality I seems mean, a little obnoxious that's the elizabeth holmes thing uh, holmes thing mm-hmm. too we where, want her like, to go down <laughs> guess what if your blood testing thing works then you can then we love you, you can swag around like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But if you but if you faked it and you faked a voice, then we want you to go down. And then everyone wants you to go down. Everyone, mm-hmm. uh, and also we, we also looked into recently. She just uh, speaking. I guess who's going to jail tonight? We saw that she was just reporting to prison, and because it's a, a certain federal crime, she has to serve a minimum of eighty five percent of it, which is like eleven. Some odd yeah, years, yeah. I think, which is much longer than I thought she was going to get. It's uh, yeah, it seems like a not like unfair. It seems like a um, I'll put it this way: Jared Fogel gets out of jail before she does, and that doesn't seem great. Interesting. He's going to get a podcast. I won't listen. Yes, you will. We all will. Oh, well, I do have one note to clear if you don't mind. Let's go for it. <laughs> it's been sitting around. There's there's been one note for a while in my podcast thing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the Devil's Advocate recently. Yes, the Al Pacino masterpiece. Um, and we joked about the Devil's Advocate too, and you immediately said, "Lost in New York." No, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you said Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah, yeah. The Devil's Advocate Two. Heaven's Gate. And Robert De Niro is God's lawyer. Yeah. So it's so God's it's, God's lawyer versus the Devil's versus Al Pacino being represented by Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's a real confusing tale of what is more powerful, the law or spiritual uh, witchcraft and such. But there was there was another piece to that. It's important. Well, well, there was a the first think, piece. I of think that. we, I think we forgot who. There was another movie that we said. There's a second. Uh, something too. There's something that was before that. Well, there was. We did have the idea of, um, of. I think it was Ocean's Nine Eleven. That's what it, magicians. Yeah, Ocean's Nine Eleven. Where, where <laughs> da- <laughs> See, this is better. I think this okay. is way funnier. Ocean's Nine Eleven is where David Blaine and David Copperfield and a bunch of other we did we couldn't come up with Chris Angel, the mat the mass magician, Chris yeah, yeah. Angel, every famous magician. They all they all like come together to figure out a way to make the two towers disappear. <laughs> and that joke is in I think not in bad taste. I think it's pretty. I silly think it funny. is very funny. I think it's pretty. Ocean's Nine Eleven. I mean that's probably been said before, but not with the idea that it's a movie about these. Not without no, not without, not without the magician. Not without now you now you see me element. Yeah. Is it now you see me or now you see it. Now you see me. Now you see it. I, oh, I forgot the saying. Now, now you see, you see no, it. No. That sounds like a. Now oh. you see me. Now you see it. 
Now You See Me 2. They did make that, and we did watch it. I th- those are those pretty rough. Okay, we're nearing the end. We have to be. Yeah, has this been a long one? Mm-hmm. Feels like it. Well, 24 minutes, not that long, but... Not bad. That's all the gas we have, right? I'm sick. I'm on 120 milligrams of Sudafed. Was there anything anything mega juicy that we're... It's been a couple days. I mean, so many things have probably happened, but I can't remember any of them. Someone jumped off a cruise and a shark ate them. That was... Yeah. Tons of stuff has happened, of course. You guys I mean, have watched did, the news. I so did you guys ask know. if something was juicy, and that was, that, was a, that was a crazy thing to watch. But yeah, check you, that out. You guys, you know, just stop listening. Don't come back to the buckets. Just go listen to the news. Go read the news and go watch The Project. Yeah, guys, get out there. <laughs> Please. Watch it's worth the mentioning. Project. It's worth mentioning. Also, get out there and listen to uh, Asher on a recent uh, podcast episode with old Nashville friend Hans Chilberg on oh, yeah. Lion Suit Conversations. Is that correct? Lion Suit Conversations. Yeah, yeah. Hans had me as a guest. We talked about the project. The plug um, has been plugged. We're double plugged now. Thanks, Hans. We're double plugged now. Thanks, Hans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs>